Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to enter the giveaway for the dugout mug. Go to Astros Baseball Podcast and somewhere in that email, put the word dad and you can win a dugout mug for your dad or you can keep it. And uh, that ends at the end of the month and it is the 18th. So it's uh, getting close. You're less than two weeks away from giving up your chance to win it. But anyway, I got out of work early today, so I hit up my boy, Third Coast Tom, and asked him if he wanted to cover the Red Sox with me. So he's here. Tom, thanks for coming on, bud. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thanks, Rob. How you doing this evening? I'm doing good. So we got an alert that our our, uh, network went down at work and that we didn't have to come to work. But the I don't know what to call it, the level, the grade that I am at work, I had to come in. And luckily, they let us go at lunch. So as soon as I got to my truck, I hit you up and I was like, hey, I I got time to do a podcast tonight. So pretty exciting. I I took a road trip to Oklahoma, kind of got that sciatic nerve problem going because of the uh, my leg being in that same position for eight hours and. I think I figured it out now. My wife was rubbing my leg, but she needs to rub my back. <laughs> really? The lower back. Yeah. They, they, they had these, uh, the pulsating massager at work and I was putting it on my back, my lower back, you know, kind of under the belt a little bit, made it feel pretty good though. So now I know what to do. Uh, I guess it's a nerve in your back that's connected to your leg, but you guys didn't log on here to to talk about my sciatic <laughs> nerve you talk we want to talk about the astros and red Sox, and let's get into it buddy monday jake odorizzi who's been pitching amazing um boston scored first they were up one to zero 
Chaz McCormick, pretty happy with his performance lately. He had a home run, number four in the year. Tied it up. Boston scored on a passed ball, made it two to one. And then the Astros tied up at two to two. And then there was some sort of rain delay, right? Yeah, uh, there was a system moving through and they were hoping, I guess, to get it in. But, you know, it kind of drug on and uh, it's like the worst thing that could happen, right? Yeah, it seems like we were tied, but it seems like we had the momentum after the Yuli home run. When when did it when did the delay that it was did we were up three to two or it was tied right? I think it was tied. It was it was right after the 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 Jake injury. Okay, so talk a little bit about the Jake Odorizzi injury because I was at work and I'm not really sure what happened. <laughs> I just saw him laying face down and he's injured and I really haven't heard anything about it. I mean, is he what have they had any news on the injury by Odorizzi? <laughs> So news came out today uh, and it's been kind of trickling in little by little each day. Right. So the actual play, he had made a pitch. It was uh, there was two down in the inning and I can't remember who was at bat, but he had a slow roller going over to first. So Jake instinctively, you know, every pitcher does, you know, he finished his motion and then started to track towards first base to cover first base. Well, he took one step off the mound and he kind of over-rotated on his back leg a little bit, it looked like. It, I mean, they slow-moed it like three or four times. And he had that one push-off with that back foot. And from what, what he said uh, that came out today, he felt a pop. He took one step, collapsed into a heap, fell on the ground, and then never moved again. So what's the update on the injury? So came out today that... He did not blow his Achilles, but strained and uh, stressed out the tendons around the Achilles. Uh, he was on crutches and a boot. He's now off the crutches, and there is hope that he will pitch again this season. So what are the odds that this guy is complete garbage for two <laughs> games, and then he comes back all-star form for three games, and then he gets hurt? I mean, we finally get the Jake Odorizzi that we've been waiting for for a season and a couple of months, we finally get him and he gets hurt. That's, I hate that. I really do hate that. I feel like that's that old adage. If it wasn't for bad luck, you'd have no luck at all. You know, that's like ultimate bad luck stuff, right? he finally found it. JV sat him down, got him to pitch him with confidence, you know, working in, up in the zone a little bit, you know, really effective stuff. And then this happens. Yeah, so if you look at the rotation, now that Odorizzi is pitching great, and you got Lance McCullers coming back, just off the top of my head, because somebody tweeted today that Luis Garcia has to be the worst guy in our rotation. And I commented, if you have to say which guy's the worst, I would say it was Arkady. I mean, yeah, Arkady. Who, who would you think is the low guy on the totem pole? You don't have to say they suck, but... No, you know, if you ranked him, I would put Arkady at the bottom. And and I'm kind of with you there. The what alarms about Arkady is his he gets hard hit. Like when he's effective, he's really effective. But when he gets hit, they just I mean, it's nothing soft. It's not like you know, you know, seeing eye stuff. No, they they take him over the fence. They take him up against the fence. You know, they just beat him up. Uh, today, kind of a similar scenario with with Luis. I mean, it's tough. I mean, you can flip a coin for me. Either one of those guys. 
So anyway, that would be nice to have the all-star caliber Odorizzi mixed in with McCullers and Verlander, but we'll see what happens with this injury. Hopefully he comes back. But the Astros take the lead. Altuve RBI single, 3-2. to two. Trevor Story, home run off of Maton to tie things up. And then the Red Sox just blow Naris up in the eighth inning. Uh, Martinez RBI double. Bogarts two-run homer, 6-3. to three. That was the final. So Odorizzi did go five innings, three hits and two runs, which is pretty good. I'll take that any day. But like we said, he's hurt. He did get his ERA down to 313, which is very, very awesome because it was like nine. Naris, one inning, three hits, three runs. Naris has been so good that his ERA, even after that, is still just 2.12. That's pretty amazing. Brantley, two for four. Chaz, two for three. The Astros, one for nine with the runners in scoring position. They left eight on base. This is a game, you know, going into this series, I – I would pretty much predict the Astros would win two out of three. And I was kind of disappointed that they lost this game. This is a game they could have won, but they just couldn't score after the seventh inning. I totally agree with you. I I really put this one, if I had to lay this game down at the feet of anybody, for me, it's Dusty. Uh, I think Maton has really kind of shown his hand a little bit as being a one-inning type guy. Seems like anytime you run him out for that second inning, they seem to like just I don't know if it's him or just I guess it's bad luck or what, but he seems like he always gets roughed up that next inning. And then Naris, he's the most uh, uh I think he has the most appearances of any pitcher in baseball. Like I think they just burn him up. Like it seems like he's out there every other day. Yeah. And I feel like he probably could have went maybe to Stanick. He probably could have went, you know, there was a bunch of different ways he probably could have went. And maybe gave the boys a chance to, you know, eke out a, a one-run game instead of, you know, what, what ended up being a three-run loss. Yeah, they're going with that six-man rotation with all, you know, with all the games scheduled. But losing Odorizzi, they're going back to five, and they brought Seth Martinez up, who, who did very good in Saturday's game. Let's get to that. Jose Urquidy started that game, and what a game. <laughs> not by Arcadi, but what a game. What an offensive output. Uh, Devers, you know, got a home run by uh, off of Arcadi to go up one to zero. And then the top of the second is like this. Alvarez home run, Tucker two-run homer. Pena, who some thought might not be back this soon, comes back and gets a homer. Brantley, three-run homer. It looks like he barely swung. Beautiful hit by Brantley. A Yuli Gurriel two-run homer, it's nine to one <laughs> in the top of the second. That what an amazing inning. What what did what did you think watching that? How was how does that make you feel? So it was a Tuesday evening to to uh clear that up, not Saturday, but uh so I was... wrote I wrote Monday, <laughs> Saturday, Wednesday. Okay, it was Tuesday. My bad, folks. Don't <laughs> I didn't want anybody going, wait, did I miss that one? (laughs) Don't hit me up in the uh, review column that I I, I wrote the wrong day down. I'm sorry, folks. It's just that I usually do the podcast (laughs) on Sundays, and it's usually, I just wrote it wrong. My bad. I know it's Tuesday. My bad. No worries. No worries. I just want to clear it up for all the the faithful out there. Anyway, uh, I bowl in a league on Tuesday nights, right? And, you know, it's, it's pretty heavy Astro group in there, you know, but I mean, you can't. 
obviously you're paying attention to the, the game when you're not up to bowl or whatever. But it seemed like every time I was up to bowl, the whole place would erupt and I had to like stop my motion because somebody hit a home run and it was just, it was awesome. I mean, it was, it was definitely, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm over there slowing things down. We finished a little late, but man, that second inning was, was the stuff you dream of, you know, five home runs tied a club record, tied a major league record. I, I believe it's a club record, but I mean, it was, it was, and, and the fact that it was Evaldi too, who had been noted as somebody that kind of talked against the Strohs. I mean, you love that every chance you get. Oh yeah. So Boston cut it to nine to three top of the fourth Kyle Tucker. This dude's amazing. Grand slam, 13 to three. Boston had another run to make it 13 to four. The Astros, 13 runs on 15 hits. What an amazing day. Six homers, nine runs in the second. Three for six runners in scoring position. They left five on base. Brantley, two for five. Tucker, two for five with six RBIs. Pena went two for five. Alvarez went two for five. What a game. Urquidy only lasted five innings. He gave up 12 hits and four runs. And that's why I was saying he got the benefit of a million runs being scored for him, but he didn't pitch well at all. He didn't have any walks, and he only struck out one guy, but 12, 12 hits and four runs. And what sticks out to me, and like I said, you know, they're going to the five-man rotation, so they bring Seth Martinez up three innings. One hit and two walk did not allow a run in three innings. How amazing is that for Seth Martinez to come up and, and you know, it's, he's called up. He's, he's a minor leaguer overall, you know, he's been up before, but you know, your team's winning the motivation, you know, you're winning 13 to four, but you go in there and shut these guys down. So I thought it was pretty amazing. Seth Martinez. I think it's a great, great confidence booster for him, uh, you know, to be able to come up kind of like not a, not a serious pressure moment, but just to be able to get out major league hitters, you know, to have that success. I feel like that's something he's going to be able to build on. And I think we're going to need him. So I'm glad he did it. Oh yeah. So I guess what I kind of meant, I kind of missed my words up again, you know, we're, I'm really killing it on this show, <laughs> but it's it kind of like, I think maybe it benefited him that they were losing so bad. They were probably deflated, but, Still, it, it, we need him because if we you know when they show the uh, the I don't know what I'm trying to say when they show it on the on the TV like this week games and who pitches and how many innings our bullpen is really being overworked with the six man rotation. So I'm I'm glad to see Seth Martinez up and it looks like he's going to be able to hold his own. Uh, overall, amazing game on tuesday folks it was on tuesday so we go to wednesday today luis garcia who i do not think is the worst um altuve <laughs> this guy's amazing did you see the stat that the astros the, I, I don't even remember what it is but the the record when he's in the game i didn't see the stat i i did see a stat about them leading the league in home runs though which i couldn't believe either it's something ridiculous. Like uh, it was before this series, but he was something like the Astros are like 14 and four when he's in the lineup. So he really, really means a lot to this team. So hopefully people aren't overlooking that. And I really don't think they are because I believe everybody knows if, if Altuve is playing good, the Astros play good, but he had another lead off home run. It's pretty amazing. Boston tied it up. Then they took the lead. 
with the Bogarts home run, an RBI double by Devers, another single RBI, RBI, five to one. The Astros just couldn't score. And this is something that happens. My last guest I had on, he mentioned this, that if you score a ton of runs in one game, the next game, it, you're just destined to not be able to score at all. Do you, how, how do you think that's kind of what happened? I mean, it, there's definitely something to that because it just seems like, you know, you, you're putting in all that work and then you come back and you kind of like relax a little bit, you know, kind of like a letdown almost. So you're just a step slow. Uh, I felt like some of those guys that way. I also think that pulling Bregman out to give him some rest probably didn't help the lineup either. I, not that I don't love a Ledmus Diaz or whatever, but, you know, I always feel like Dusty does that after a game like that, and they always have a letdown. So I guess looking at the stat line for Garcia, I might be wrong. Four innings, five hits, and five runs. Abreu, Stanek, and Montero. Three innings combined, no runs, and no hits. Great job by the bullpen today. The Astros had two hits. Very pathetic. And one thing I was thinking about on the way home, buddy, was just think about the mentality of an Astro fan. If they would have lost the first two and then scored, what was it, 13 runs tonight, you would have felt way better about the series. Yeah. I think the one thing, though, that, that fans got to like keep keep in mind is like, that was a nine game road trip or 10 game road trip, I think. And they went like seven and two or seven and three or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you really can't, I mean, I guess you can fault them for not winning every series, but you know, to go on the road and do what they did over the last, you know, three uh, series, you got to be happy with that. Oh yeah. I'm very happy with it. Um, let's look at this. The Astros are now 24 and 14. Pretty awesome, buddy. They used to be 11 and 11. <laughs> That's a very amazing <laughs> record. Seven and three in their last 10. Run differential is plus 42. They're one game ahead of the Angels. Six games ahead of Texas, who's jumped ahead of Seattle and Oakland. Seattle seven behind. Oakland is nine behind. Oakland was doing very good at the beginning of the year, and I was so shocked how well they were playing without any star on their team. But I guess, you know, reality sets in after a while. And uh, I'm surprised Texas is ahead of Seattle, but it's only by one game. Uh, but let's look. Are you planning on going to any games uh, this weekend? They're playing the Texas Rangers. Um, I don't have any tickets at the moment. That could always change. Uh, I, I would love to go see them, you know, score 13 runs and have 15 hits against the Rangers. That's for sure. Yeah. So let's look at the pitching matchup. It's a four-game series. We have Framber Valdez going against Otto, who has a 638 ERA. You got to like that. Uh, Christian Javier against uh, Martin Pettis, or Perez, however you want to say it. And this guy pitched very, very well against us last time. I think he pitched well for a little while, and we kind of got to hold him at the end. But that's going to be a pretty good matchup. And then Saturday is JV. So I was what I was going to say is, I want to go to the game this weekend, but I usually go on Sunday. And when I was looking at the matchups, I was like, ah, I want a JV. So JV against Gray, Gray's 573 ERA, and then Jose Urquidy on <laughs> Sunday. I, I He pitched last time I went. I don't, I don't want to see Urquidy pitch. I just don't. Did he win that day? I don't I remember, dude. 
<laughs> it was so bad it wasn't like rememberable. I don't remember. I got her. I don't even remember who we played. Well, you, I don't know. Be... I, I think ahead. we. I think we lost. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, he's got to be doing better than when I went because I saw the what two two out uh, performance by Odo the last time I went. So there was the first time they wore the Space City uniforms and everything, and the Angels yeah, smoked them. That would definitely irritate me if uh, if I uh, here we go. Look, I'm gonna find it out here. View details. <laughs> they played the last time I went. Oh no, that's 2021. Where's my? Where's this year? Oh, I got my. It's not on my ballpark app. I don't know, dude. I forgot. I I, I think they lost. Because I think I remember saying, you know what, they lost, but I had fun, and that's all that matters. But mm. Texas, I don't even know what their record is, six behind, so they're probably 18 and 19 like, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, that's it, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I really hope that uh, whatever game you end up attending is, is the 13-run, 15-hit game. Hey, they did it for Akiti this week uh, on Tuesday. Maybe they can do it for him again on Sunday. But I, what time is the game on Saturday? I don't. It's just it's just really hard for me to go when they play. So I think it's a day game, isn't it? What? See, that's what I did last time. I went on. I went on Saturday because it was at three. Hmm. It's at six ten. Okay. Boo hoo! That's impossible <laughs> for me because I don't live there. That's a, that's a long drive for you. Yeah, I don't mind doing it on Sunday, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Man, what time do you got to leave San Antonio or or wherever to to get here? I leave. It depends. Like, do you want to stop at Bucky's and get breakfast? Do you want you have to? You know, <laughs> did I get gas before? You know, night before, but usually somewhere around seven thirty, so we can get there at ten thirty. Or somewhere, I want to get there. My goal is to get there around 11 so I can walk in two hours before the the game. I want to be there when the gate opens. That's my goal. That's my goal. Yeah. And just walk around and goof off and drink or whatever. That's cool. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I think I said that already. And uh, guys, Sunday Stroh's back. I don't know if you know it. Go check out Sunday Stroh's. Uh, my boy third coast tom is co-hosting with uh stadium steffi every sunday covering all the week's action and news thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on astros baseball thanks for listening to this episode of astros baseball be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode follow rob on twitter at rob fontenot when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.